eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Let's get hyped! Welcome into the Husker 24-7 Hypecast. I am Mike Shaver, joined by Michael Brunch, Brian Christopherson, and this week's special guest, Michael Severe, who has his own Sunday recap show, and he is the host. Uh, Michael, you gotta help me out here. I'm blanking. Big Red Wrap-Up! Big Red Wrap-Up! I, I cannot <laughs> believe I just blanked on that. I That's all right. That's all right. It's a pretty okay. new show. It's a pretty new show. It just popped yeah. around the corner. That's the thing. It's been going on for like 20 years. 22 years. years. Yeah. 22 years, not, yeah. I could not come up with the name. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, couldn't, uh, whatever. That's how <laughs> planned out this show is. Those are my notes. Don't even have where my guest works. What a nice. I know, I know why I'm here for this week. Because you may remember a long time ago, I went to Sam Houston State University. Willie Fritz was stolen from Sam Houston State by Georgia Southern back in the day, and I'll never forgive them for it. So just so you know, that's why I'm here. Do you want to know the real reason why you were chosen for this week? Because you needed somebody and I was available? Well, that's part of it. But yeah. the other reason, last year we had you for the Buffalo game, and you are the most prepared guest we've had in the history of this show. Like you were like <laughs> rolling out names on who Nebraska was going to be going up against with Buffalo. And I was like, you know what? We don't need him for Illinois. We don't need him for Indiana. We need you for Georgia Southern, because I figured you'd come in prepared again today. And well, I don't. I don't do a radio show anymore on a weekly basis, so I'm not as prepared as I was actually. You know, getting ready for a game, working with Damon. You know, I'm. That's the old Michael. I'm. I'm new Michael who doesn't gamble and doesn't play fantasy football. That's the well, new Michael. That is a very different Michael than the one that we've gotten to know, but we're, yes, still, we're still excited to have you on for cool. uh, the Georgia Southern edition of the Husker 24-7 Hypecast. All right, let's just jump right into it. We will start on the offensive side of the ball as we do every single week. I want to, obviously, Anthony Grant was the talk of Nebraska with the big performance 
that he had against North Dakota. But Michael, I want to start with AJ Allen. What did you see from Nebraska's freshman running back? And where does he sort of rank in terms of some of the, the guys that Nebraska has brought in over the years that you've watched play early in their career at the running back position? Yeah, I, I put him in my super six. Um, I know I you watch, very high on him. You watch five minutes of the kids' high school tape, and, I mean, he's long. I hate to throw out, you know, names of people that were really big stars at Nebraska, but just if you squint a little bit, Lawrence Phillips is who he looks like. He really does. Kind of runs a little bit straight up. His explosion's really good. Uh, guys bounced off of him back in high school. I, I see a little bit of that so far in his runs he's had this year. Um, he just He's just the perfect back for me. I think he'll catch the ball well out of the backfield when they get him involved in that. Um, I could see him after Grant moves on after this year being a true number one for Nebraska. He's, he's one of my favorite players on the team, and that's based off just his high school film. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Christopherson, Trey Palmer is Nebraska's leading receiver after essentially two weeks. Now that includes Travis Vokalek sort of being out, mm -hmm. and it, it looked like, I guess, in the first game that maybe he was going to get fed a lot until that injury. What have you kind of seen from Trey Palmer? There was a lot of talk this spring that he could be the go-to guy. It feels like he and Casey Thompson have some early chemistry. Uh, but what have you seen from the receivers so far? Yeah, I mean, he's been one of the promising parts, too, I would say. I think you see that he can run by some people, and obviously competition's going to get stiffer. But, um, I mean, he has the highest yardage total, but honestly, he could have – a hundred more yards to his name right now. And that's not even exaggeration. If a, if a big throw is hit or uh, he had a drop or two in the first week as well. So you got to clean that stuff up. Um, but I think he's sort of been what you want him to be. Now, I think the next part of this is seeing guys like um, Marcus Washington has sort of been involved in the early script plays and popped up on the early series in this for this team. But I think he's a guy that can still have a bust out game. And I think you're starting to see it with Elante Brown. You know, he's, he, it's been sort of a work in progress to get to this point where you feel like he's a true receiver. But we've arrived to that moment. And um, I, I suspect there is going to be a game or two where Elante pops up as the lead guy or it's Marcus Washington. I think they're going to flip around a little bit, which isn't a bad thing. As I've said to you guys before, receiver is the least of my worries on this squad right now. Michael Bruns, Nebraska's offensive line had some protection issues early on in the first half uh, against North Dakota. Um, they haven't really exerted themselves. Where where are you at with Nebraska's offensive line performance? And do you see this as a thing where they can kind of keep improving from week to week? Or, or where did things sort of sit for that unit? They have to improve, right? I mean, they, the past – the pass protection, I think, has been okay overall through two games. They, they obviously, you know, Casey Thompson took more hits than he probably should have against North Dakota. And I was surprised that North Dakota didn't really do its kind of coming over the walls type approach on defense. I really didn't think that they were that exotic. I thought they schemed up a couple things okay, but it should have been something that Nebraska's offensive line could handle. I mean, I, I think – as games go along, I think Teddy Prohaska is probably going to get a, a little bit more confidence back in that that injured knee. I think they've got to find the answer at right guard because right now it seems like it's a, a, a mishmash of Brock Bando and Henry, Henry Lutovsky. Maybe that continues, but it, just more consistency and and you know the the run game just needs to get better. I mean Anthony Grant's doing so much of that on his own. It's it's shades of 2014 Amir Abdullah making three guys miss in the backfield. 
And that, that just has to improve. And, you know, we, we've heard the, the firing off the ball line, it seems like weekly, but it's need, it needs to start showing up on the field and it hasn't done that yet. All right. Uh, lightning round. What is one thing you'd like to see more of from Nebraska's offense? It could be a player. It could be personnel, uh, package, sub package, style, anything. Take it wherever you want to go. What do you want to see more of from Nebraska's offense, Brian Christopherson? Oh, offensive side of the ball. I want to see um, I want to see the tight ends um, just have a clean game. I mean, I, that's what I want to see. Like, uh, without Volkolek, I want to see a couple of the young guys, like when they get their three or four opportunities to touch it, they catch it every time. You make the simple plays. Um, I thought those guys played their best, so I'm not trying to really knock them because they're young players who are figuring it out. Um, but that's this would be a good game for them to have that step, a, a depth building step at that position to give Vokalek help throughout the rest of the season. I don't know if Vokalek's going to play or not. I kind of think they could rest him another week or try to and 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 hope he's good for Oklahoma. Michael Severe, what do you want to see more of from the offense against Georgia Southern this Saturday? I want to see more of the the wham stuff they were doing inside where they were moving the tight end almost as an H back and a little bit of misdirection. I think Georgia Southern is going to be really aggressive, um, sending extra guys. And so if you can get them going one direction and be able to go the other ones, I could see some big plays. But just a lot of the stuff they were doing with the tight ends moving within the line of scrimmage, blocking interior linemen, even wide receivers we saw. Um, you saw a couple wide receivers come through there as well, including Omar Manning and making a block inside. So I would like to see more of that. Michael Brooks? Uh, outside of the more diamond formation, I'd like to see you know <laughs> a, a little bit, uh, a few more deep shots, a few more connecting on the deep shots. You know, Nebraska's taken a, a, a chance here or there, but I, I think if, if Georgia Southern is going to get aggressive, you got to make them pay for it with a big play. Uh, maybe a little bit more Trey Palmer, maybe a little bit more Marcus Washington, but um, a, a few more deep shots would, would be all right with me. Bonus lightning round question. You can just answer uh, real quickly. Big deal, some deal, no deal. Ramir Johnson's playing time early this season. Michael Severe. I think it's a big deal. I, he's one of the best receivers out of the backfield they have, and he hasn't, hasn't touched the ball yet. Brian Christopherson? Some deal. Um, I'd, I'd like to see him get a few touches, but because receiver and running back have been positions I've been okay with, it hasn't been something where I've the sirens have been going off for me. But it's an it's a – conversation that's not going away till he, he gets involved a little bit michael brunts are you gonna go with no deal on this one to give us an answer for all three no oh. deal howie no deal <laughs> i'll say some deal for the reasons that brian laid out i also think you know for as much as we heard about him in the fall we uh you know it hasn't borne itself out yet i mean they've, they've got to find something that he can do on offense like anything anything Anything, not just a right, the, right guard for not, yes. Put put him in there in the rotation with Lutovsky and Bando. I mean, that it's more than he's done through the first two games. So let's see, let's see him out there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, let's jump over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Nebraska struggled again to get off the field on third down. They struggled again against uh, another team's rushing attack. And they now face a Georgia Southern team with Clay Helton, who threw the ball all over the yard against Morgan State. I don't know if that means anything to anybody. Uh, Morgan State's not particularly good. Um, but that Nebraska is going to get a different look on Saturday. Michael, how how do you feel like Nebraska's defensive backs have played so far this year, uh, taking into account that there's a lot of new faces back there joining Quentin Newsom? Honestly, pretty poorly. Um, I think Newsom's played pretty well. Marcus Bufitt's made a couple of plays, but there have been guys back there that you go back and you watch the game and they make business decisions about not getting involved in tackles. Um, they overrun plays. Um, between zero and eight, and I'm not going with a range, those two numbers, those guys have played poorly so far this year. And Clay Helton, we know him from USC. Marky Stepp left USC because he didn't get any running game. They're going to throw the ball a ton, and those guys are going to be in the open field having to make tackles, and they can't just make business decisions. So I think it's been – if I was going to give a grade to the secondary in general, I'd probably go a C so far this year. All right. Brian Christofferson, it was the first game for Ernest Hausman. I expect we're going to see him again against Georgia Southern, uh, replacing Nick Henrich. Unclear what the timetable is for him to return. But Ernest Hasman had his first game with uh, against North Dakota. How do you feel like he played? And, and what do you want to see from him in the encore? Um, I thought he played okay. I think he'd be the first to say he has a way better. Even at this point in his career, um, I think he was wound up on a few plays and you saw it, the over-aggression where you overcommit on a tackle and you're just, you're tackling air. Um, so he, I mean, he had two or three missed tackles probably. Maybe I didn't count them all up, but there were some plays where he was, you saw him slapping his hands and he knew that he's the type of player already who can make that. So I think he's the type of kid, this is a good thing who's going to hold himself to a pretty high standard, going to look at that film and, and he'll, he'll work it out, but he's just in a tough spot. I mean, that's, that's a tough position to be in your second game as a true freshman college player taking on that many snaps. Um, Throughout the time I've been covering this team, very rarely have they put guys that young in that position. Once in a while, we've seen it. I think Diedrich Young played at a pretty young age and, even Levante David, it took an injury, if I remember right, till he got in the field like the third or fourth game. Two as injuries. A junior, yeah, till as a junior college player. Um, so that's that's usually the the distance it takes to get to that. So he was okay. The linebackers though have played a C game too, probably like it severe gave uh, the grade. And and Rivers missed tackles as well. And he's he's one of your uh, bell cows. He's got to step up. Michael Brunt, it is another opportunity for Nebraska's pass rush to exert itself. It's been slow so far this season. Did get a couple sacks against North Dakota, which is an improvement against the uh, the zero against Northwestern. What what are you sort of looking for? And do you think Eric Shenander might dial things up from a blitz standpoint uh, with Georgia Southern this weekend? 
Well, you have to. Otherwise, you're going to have another seven-on-seven situation like they had against Northwestern. I mean, I, I think, you know, you're going to have to scheme some things up. I think you're also going to have to be a little bit weary of the fact that, you know, Georgia Southern could try to run the ball on you a little bit. I mean, Nebraska has given up four 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 plus per per uh, carry on first down, and if you're not careful, I mean, they'll gash you. I mean, the 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 thing that, that I'm a little bit concerned about is is you know if you're just rush going to rush three or four, you're not going to get home, and you know you're going to have to get a little bit exotic, and that also opens you up on the back end to big plays. There's also been a little too much for my liking these situations where a pass plays hit and you've got safeties and corners kind of looking at each other. Like, you know, it was that your guy, my guy, whose fault was that? I, I, it's, they got to get the calls in quick. They've got to get organized because this is an offense that I, I think can kind of take advantage of that, uh, that, that indifference and, and, and those issues a little bit. All right. Lightning round on the defensive side, biggest surprise, on defense so far, you can go personnel or if there's a certain, you know, however you want to take the question. The thing you're most surprised about with Nebraska's defense two weeks in, Michael Severe. Just getting moved off the ball both weeks. Uh, we saw Northwestern move them off the ball, and then, which I guess you can kind of understand that it's one of the best offensive line in all of the Big Ten. But to see North Dakota move Nebraska off the ball, especially in the first half and a couple drives in the second half, that that really surprised me. I know they haven't had a lot of depth, but I thought Ty Robinson would be playing better uh, this year uh, after having me in the weight program for a few years now. And I don't, I haven't seen that from him. I don't know if it's nerves or what, but he is he's not committing to making plays like he has in the past. And actually, because of that, he is getting – kind of knocked on his ass a little bit. So I, I that's the biggest surprise for me is the way the D-line's getting dominated. Brunts? Uh, I think probably the play of the linebackers to this point. I, I felt kind of going into the season that that could potentially be a strength uh, for, for this team. And, I, I you know, just it hasn't shown up. I think Luke Reimer's really kind of struggled. I know he was sick a little bit last week, but th- that group's got to get better. Um to, 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 you know, kind of help this defense take another step forward. BC? Uh, lack of just uh, sort of TFLs, big plays, you know. I, I thought maybe that could be the saving grace of this defense. I was thinking they are going to maybe give up more real estate than last year, but they could make up for it with pass rush and certain things. And so far it's been, you know, pretty mediocre night. That's being generous. Uh, <laughs> O'Shawn Mathis had a good fourth quarter. I thought he, you know, he got to almost had back to backs. And then I think in the last series after that, he kind of stepped up. But I also wonder if this is a game you could see a little more. Do you see Jamari and, and Blaze at some point? Do they get a couple cracks at it and see see what they can do? So that that but that hasn't impressed me at all. All right. It is now time for the prediction portion of this podcast. And we will start with the oddly specific predictions for the Georgia Southern game. I don't know that anybody came particularly close last week. Uh, if, if you have anything you want to tout, feel free to throw it out now. Um, Can I tell mine from last year? Last year, mine's hit. Mine hit. All right. What I mean, was it? Yeah, well, I had the, I had, um, they had, I think the longest punt return they'd had was like nine yards leading up to that point. And I had a prediction that they would go over 17 yards with a punt return and, and they did. All right, there you yep. go. I don't think you're making that same prediction here this week, but we'll. Uh... I'm actually going to make a punt return oh, prediction. Oh, okay. Look at that. Do we just want to? Anybody else? Brunts, did you did you repeat your first week success? I, I did not. BC hit the score right on the number. I mean, he should probably thump mm-hmm. his chest a little bit on that. 
Yeah, I did. 38-17. As the first time since I've been here, I think I nailed the score. So he, there's that. He kind of it was right as the gun went off. He kind of leaned over to me on the sidelines and kind of whispered that he had it perfectly, but he didn't want to. He didn't want to make a thing of it. It was it was a whisper. You yeah, asked he, me. He never my, wants to make a thing of it. He asked me what my score was. I did not bring it up. <laughs> he started going like this. <laughs> All, right. All right, Michael. Let's get into this uh, punt return prediction then. All right. I did a lot of research on punt return in the last couple of days, uh, just trying to see what's been the biggest problem. Uh, in the last two years, the longest punt return they had was 39 yards. Um, I believe that was either Oliver Martin or Levi Falk. One of those two did. They both had two long ones in that game, but it was a 39 yards the longest. Trey Palmer will go for 40 yards on a punt return, and I think it's going to be a short punt return like we saw last week. And instead of them coming up and fielding with a fair catch, He's going to come up and catch it on the run like we saw him do at LSU, like we saw him do in high school. And I think he goes for 40 yards. He won't score. He's going to get tracked down, but he's going to go for 40, exactly 40 yards on a punt return. It'll be the longest one in the last two years. All right. Do you have any other ones that you would like to add to that? Uh no, I just I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to remind you of the South Alabama game from a couple of years ago where Nebraska gets a late defensive score to maybe pull ahead and then maybe they get a late score to pull to seven. I think it's going to be closer. I picked 34-27 on Big Red Wrap-Up. Got made fun of a lot, but I think this is going to – I like Clay Helton. Clay Helton's a smart coach. Um, they have a lot of speed. Um, they have a lot of young players who are, who are pretty good who just didn't go to that next-level school. I, I think they got some talent. They're going to surprise Nebraska with the speed. I think it's going to be close. All right. Uh, Michael Brunts, give me your oddly specific prediction for this week. I'll go special teams, too. I think Timmy Bleakroad's going to kick three field goals on Saturday. Um, I think the long is going to be 43. It's going to be a tough weather night, maybe. A little little moisture in the air. But I think he bangs through a 43-yarder, a couple a little bit shorter than that. But I, I think Timmy has a good game. <laughs> Um, I also think that Nebraska's defense against all odds uh, forces two turnovers and Ooh. records three sacks. So wow. um, maybe an havoc okay, special. No way. An no okay, way. An okay night from the defense. These are all guaranteed to click, Michael. This, he's only, he's only been sacked 10 times in his whole career, Kyle Ventries, and that's like 900 snaps. He doesn't get sacked. That it changes on Saturday, Michael. <laughs> okay, all works. right, all right. Okay. I didn't say they were going to be big okay. sacks. It might be like three yards, but okay, they'll, they'll, we'll go with three. Havoc. Nebraska <laughs> opens its scoring on Saturday when Kyle Van Treese is intercepted by Isaac Gifford, who returns it 31 yards for a touchdown. Nebraska's first interception return for a touchdown in I don't know how long. I, I don't know when when the last one would have been. I think we're we're talking Cam Taylor Britt, right? Did he do it last year? Uh, I don't are we no, in twenty nineteen at this point? What about the game against Wisconsin? The pick by the, the left corner that made it twenty four twenty four? That was what? What year was that? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. I think that was seventeen <laughs> seventeen and that was uh Aaron Williams. Aaron Williams, yeah. 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 No, uh, and Alex Hornibrook, notable great Big Ten quarterback. Alex <laughs> he beat Nebraska. Yeah, so Nebraska hasn't had a pick six in a while. Uh, I I know there's one more recent than that, mm. but I, I can't think of when it would have been. Isaac Gifford gets their first one in a while, and uh big game for him. I think he's had you know a pretty nice start 
over there at the nickelback spot. You can't completely replace JoJo Doman, but he's played pretty well through two games so far. Yep. BC. I think it'll be a bit of a track meet as well. I I think there'll be two Husker touchdowns though that cover uh, 55 yards or greater. One to Marcus Washington, one to Trey Palmer. I think they'll hit on a big ball to Palmer, and I think Washington will catch one across the middle and outrun him to the end zone. All right. Both guys have not scored yet this season, so that would be their first touchdowns. Uh, all right, pick to click. We'll go uh, Michael Bruns. Uh, I'll, I'll steal one from you. I'll go Isaac Gifford. I think he's, like you, I think he's played pretty well. Um, I think he's going to be on the field a lot on Saturday. I think he has a good tackling game and apparently has a 31-yard return for a touchdown. So go with Gifford. <laughs> Michael? Maybe Trey Palmer, because I got him returning the kick for a punt for 40 yards. I think he'll probably get eight, ten targets, catch six or seven balls, and and have that touchdown. So, All right, BC? I'm going to say A.J. Allen. I think uh, I think this is a game where uh, he he sort of has a, a quarter where it's not decided yet. Like the, he did have a good fourth quarter, but I think he comes in there and maybe has a big series where everyone's sort of buzzing about him even a little bit more. So I'll, I'll throw him out. All right, I'm going to go Casey Thompson. I think that he has had some good moments so far, and then a couple rough second half or rough stretches that have kind of dipped the numbers down. I think he plays a turnover-free game on Saturday and is involved with several of Nebraska's touchdowns. All right, Michael, you said your score prediction was 34-27? Yep, 34-27, late score for them to make the 27. So Nebraska's up comfortably and they get the late score. And you compared it to the South Alabama game. Does that mean Alex Davis is going to show up and and have the best game of his career again? It's funny because Caleb Tanner was a guy I thought about having as my pick to to click. But as I said, Kyle Van Trees doesn't get sacked. So what are his numbers being? Maybe some tackles for loss. But yeah, I I think some anonymous anonymous guy who hasn't done as well as he has it as a pass rusher will get a couple big plays in the backfield, just like South Alabama. Okay, 34-27 for Michael. Brian Christopherson, where are you going? Uh, I'll say 41 to 23. I think Nebraska's offense, despite the offensive line sort of uh, struggling, um, they can work around it against some of these teams. And I think this is still a week they can do that and look kind of effective yardage wise. I do think the defense is still going to show some of its warts. And so it's going to be kind of an uncomfortable 41 to 23, sort of like uh, last week was an uncomfortable 38 to 17, if that makes sense. I'm in a similar range with BC. I actually have it at 45-28 with just a bunch of hand-wringing coming about Nebraska's defense as they head into this Oklahoma game. I I like the offense to to be able to move the ball. And like I said, I think Casey's going to have his best game yet. Uh, Michael Brunts, take us home. What's your score prediction? Nebraska 39 20 to 26 i think uh gonna, you had that be, written down somewhere right like you definitely didn't just make it up right now no I, it's on my note cards over here all my my research uh right right I, next to where i have severe's uh television yep, show big red yep, wrap up yep the new I show can, you know stammer yeah i'll uh i, I think the, the offense will be fine the defense i think will have some issues with uh what georgia southern's running offensively so i, I think uh 39 to 26 some nervous moments but uh by the time they turn the lights off and do the light show things are a little bit more comfortable and uh maybe a late georgia southern score to make sure it scrolls okay gotta get the scroll commentary in there i appreciate <laughs> that uh severe do you have anything you'd like to plug where can people catch you nowadays 
Um, I'm doing a podcast called uh, Run the Damn Kitchen through Heard at Media, as you could you could check out. We got a new one getting ready to come out on Monday with uh, the King of Papillion and KETV anchor Rob McCartney, um, and then also uh, you know Big Red Wrap Up on Tuesday nights and replayed on NET. And uh, I work at the City of Papillion, so you can always find stuff online. The City of Papillion, I do lots of stories. Yeah, you have a Sunday show too, right? Yes, I do. Eight to ten. It's called Severe Reaction. Uh, Verzal left. They needed somebody in the last minute. They asked me. I decided to do it. All right. Look at that. That's where you can find Michael Severe. Michael, we appreciate your time joining us once again on the Hypecast. Thanks, guys. All right. And uh, for Michael Brunts, Brian Christopherson, I'm Mike Shaver. Be sure to check out Husker 24-7. We'll get you prepared for the game. And all the postgame coverage can be found there as well. We'll catch you next week.